You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity, the number one podcast in all of New Zealand and uh, Madagascar, too. We just got the numbers in on that. My name's John. I'm here with my co-host, Tiny. Hello. We're here to bring you a few entertaining news stories. Uh, to the lady who cut my hair yesterday, I'm sorry. This is not a true crime podcast. <laughs> I was just playing with you. <laughs> but just keep listening. Um, but first of all, I want to start out because I have to make an apology. This is, I think, my first official apology John, you don't make a lot of apologies. I don't. But I don't. this is one of them. So. Well, I made a uh, very powerful enemy with the uh, letter carriers and mail carriers in Taylor, Michigan, uh, with my comment from a few episodes ago where I said that mail is unnecessary anymore. Right. Um, Which anybody with an Amazon Prime membership knows yeah, you gotta have that's mail. a ridiculous that's statement. Right. Well, it's just ridiculous mail. anyways. <laughs> yes. Um, and so the guy, uh, a guy contacted me. His name was Keith and uh, and said jokingly, you know, hey, I think you've lost some listeners. I offered to write, handwrite an apology <laughs> to each person. I thought that would be good because we can mail it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he declined. Give him some business. <laughs> right. Uh, but talk to him. Actually cool people. And he asked that we mention the food drive that they do every year, the letter carriers and mail carriers. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday, May 11th of this year. So hopefully if you're listening to this next week, you got a couple of weeks to prepare. Um, it's a national food drive, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. It is called the Stamp Out Hunger uh, food drive. They Clever. do it every year. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Good market. Clever. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can take a bag of non perishable goods, put it out by your mailbox, and your mail carrier will pick it up. Yes. And then in turn, we'll get it to needy families all over. As good Christian people as I know everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> is. Uh, you know, that's one of the things we're tasked to do is to help the needy. Yes. So go ahead and clean out your pantry. And here's the USPS making it easy. Right. Where you don't even have to leave your house. Right, exactly. You just you take some, some non-perishable right. food, uh, goods. Yeah. Yeah, we love as much as we love homemade cookies. Right. Yeah, we don't, don't need those. Your your postman's going to take those and eat those himself. Yeah, right. And maybe that leave would be those a, for him. Anyways. Maybe that would be good right. in, in and of itself. But it's not going to needy families. It's exactly. going to hungry letter carriers. Right. Yes. And I just want to say now, don't get like the can of water chestnuts that have been sitting <laughs> up in your pantry for like six years and put it in the bag just because you can't get rid of it and you bought it for a recipe you never made or whatever. 
nobody needs that. Okay. So let's all just, we can probably all go spend 20 bucks at the grocery store and get enough stuff to feed some people for a good long time from each of our houses. So what's the dates on that again? Uh, May 11th is when they're doing the pickup. It's a Saturday. So okay. Uh, we want to help stamp out hunger in our country mm-hmm. um, and really worldwide, but we're starting right here first. Got us charity starts at home, so every I encourage everyone to do that. Want to apologize to our mail carrier friends. Yes, we're very sorry. Very sorry. Look, out of everything I say, no one should believe anything I say. <laughs> all right, and I think they knew that, and he was just being facetious when he said it. Like I said, we had a real good conversation via text. So, although I will say. Little ironic, he used a direct message to send that to us. <laughs> not a not a letter. <laughs> not a letter. Tiny, don't get on their bad side, man. <laughs> don't get on their bad side. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, mail carriers everywhere. We love you. We're glad yes. that you listen to it. Uh, listen to this show, which... and we love two day free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keep up the good work. You guys do really have a hard job. You know, I can imagine the crap you got to put up with and, you know, dogs dogs and people blocking mailboxes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that parked on the street and all that crazy stuff. Rain, sleet, snow, hail, everything else that you got to get out and do it in. Unless you're in the south and it snows one inch and we just shut everything else down. Right. But everywhere else in the world. But in the south, you do have to deal with like 100 degree temperatures. So you guys are great. I don't think we should abolish mail service. Okay. I'm I'm a hundred percent. Not until drones come. I back the I, no, not at all. <laughs> I back the USPS as much as possible. Okay. Yes. They yes. don't have a bigger fan than John Long. Okay. I don't know if they can make a plaque for me or something. Maybe I'll become an honorary postman. <laughs> Is that something that can happen? Well, I gotta say, I I believe what you're saying. I had when you came in today, I had no idea you would be wearing a USPS T-shirt. Right. Oh, yeah. And he's got USPS socks on right now, too. All Didn't in. even know they sold those. All in. I'm getting one of those pith helmet things, too, that they have. <laughs> yeah. I, it just hadn't came in yet. You know, the mail runs a little slow on the weekend. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we love them. We love them. We're all for them. So, anyways, got that off the table. Also, apologize to Rebecca. This is not a true crime podcast. I just lied to you. Um, but but it was for a good cause. But I hope you enjoy it because I wanted you to hear how you could help needy families, and that's <laughs> yes. really what that was all about. So uh, yeah, you got any good stories this week? I do. I have several. I got three Florida stories. Oh wow! Oh yeah, and one Wisconsin story. So and Wisconsin is the Florida of Canada. So we're pretty okay. much we're we're all Florida all day. What about you? Man, I got a dude who is threatening to release his army of turtles on society Excellent. if his demands are not met. Okay. Those and fearsome turtles. Are they snapping turtles? I don't know. Okay. I don't think they're mutated ninja turtles, oh, but you never know. That would be cool, though. But uh, you know what? I've got one story I'm saving for the very end, so how about you set start us off? Okay. That way i right. go last. Okay, so let's start out here with uh, three... <laughs> Three naked women, this is according to the Florida Highway Patrol, three naked women air drying at a Florida rest stop send troopers on a chase. So they're apparently air drying. I air dry some myself. (laughs) Troopers say three women in the nude became combative when they were confronted at a rest stop. One of the ladies is accused of trying to hit a trooper with her car 
and another allegedly tried to swing at a trooper with a metal bat. Daggone. Yeah, they're serious about air drying. (laughs) At around 11.15 a.m. Wednesday, Florida Highway Patrol troopers were dispatched for a call about three naked women at a rest stop on northbound I-75. These three women standing in the nude putting were standing in the nude and putting on suntan lotion. One of the troopers is heard saying in the dispatch call audio. The women later identified as Oasis McLeod, who was 18, Janiah McLeod, who was 19, and Cecilia Young, who was 19, told the trooper they were air drying after showering. Showering. I can't say showering. It's a tough word. Showering. (laughs) They're showering, according to FHP. As a trooper was trying to get information, FHP said the women got into a white 2009 Nissan Sentra and drove southbound into the northbound rest area entrance. The trooper began to pursue the Nissan, and uh, FHP said it canceled the chase because it didn't fit FHP criteria. Hmm. A driver called in to report a reckless vehicle, and another trooper responded. That trooper deployed star chase projectiles on the vehicle. Wait a minute. What is a star chase projectile? I I don't – it really doesn't say, but it says it allowed the troopers to back off and establish a perimeter. (laughs) Around these three naked women. Maybe it's like something that you put on the vehicle that allows you to GPS track it or something. Okay. Huh. It says – yeah, I don't know. Star Chase, though, is a pretty cool name. Sounds really like something is. from Star Trek. Let's see. FHP says troopers then tracked the vehicle, which was found empty at a convenience store parking lot on State Road 52. As a trooper tried to arrest one of the women while she left the store, another woman purposely drove directly at the trooper. Oh, no. And another woman got out of the car with a metal bat and tried to hit the trooper after he jumped out of the way of the car. Do these women not know that these are officers? Oh, I think they know. Oh, my goodness. I just can't imagine a naked, you know, lady <laughs> swinging a bat at some cop in the parking lot of a convenience store. Another responding trooper rammed the suspect's vehicle with a marked patrol car, according Whoa. to FHP. Man. He was like, I'm done with this, y'all. He's like, I'm just going to hit their car, you know. Did he think he was in an action movie? I Maybe mean. so. I mean, I kind of feel like if I was a cop, I would be like, look, I, <laughs> hey, I'm through messing with these girls. I'm just going to run my car into them. And then they're not going anywhere. We'll, we'll deal with the damages later on. Dade County Police also responded and deployed stop sticks to deflate the vehicle's tires Due to the aggravated assault and dangerous circumstances, FHP says police were authorized to pull a pit maneuver. You know what the pit maneuver is? The pit maneuver. Is that where they box you in? No, well, it's where like they get up on your back quarter panel and then they like ran like go into you and it makes you spin around. Oh, okay. And they usually like stall your car out or whatever. Okay, I thought that was fishtail for some reason. And uh, well, you can do that when you're fishtailing. If you've ever been on a dirt road going pretty <laughs> right. fast. Yeah, yeah. It's a big high school thing we used to do. <laughs> Yeah, so they authorized the pit maneuver and got the vehicle to stop on State Road 52 and 21st Street in Dade City. Uh, All for a little bit of nudity. The women interlocked arms to keep from being arrested (laughs) after officers busted out the window of the vehicle. The women were tasered before being taken into custody and sent to the Pasco County Jail. Uh, Several troopers had minor injuries, and the women faced charges of fleeing to elude uh, resisting arrest, two counts of aggregate, aggravated assault, and three counts of lewd behavior. Golly. 
Yeah. So what were they doing besides? Okay, I know that they pulled into the rest stop the wrong way. Yeah. Well, they were they were naked. Number but, one. I was about to say, is that is that the main thing here? Because I, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to take a little bit of an unpopular opinion here. Okay. And I want everybody to know that I'm an idiot. This is just one idiot's opinion. <laughs> we don't need to get uh, letters from the <laughs> yes. highway patrolman or something. Okay, got you. And these three women, from the story I just heard, show a complete blatant disrespect for law enforcement. And yeah, oh, yeah. I know I understand that you know that's intolerable. We can't tolerate that. But all this damage done, I... I Part of me asked the question, was it worth it? Yeah, you know? I would I would kind of go there, too. Yeah. It seems to me. I mean, me, as long as they're in their car, maybe, I don't know. Well, see, when I read the headline, I thought they were using, like, the hand dryer thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. And if you're walking Cause, in cause with, my like— my first question was, well, was that against the law? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. If you're uh, if you're walking into the rest station bathroom with your kid and there's three women there standing around naked, <laughs> yeah. that's going to cause some alarm, you know. Right. Like, hey, we don't need none. Of, we don't need that, okay? But I also don't know that we have to go on some kind of high speed chase to get them either, right? But I, and deploy, you know, what was it stop sticks? Yeah, oh yeah, and, and star, star chase, chase and projectiles. Pit, that yeah. sounds horrifying. And. uh but I do know this, just from my own personal experience, the police don't really like it when you don't do what they say. And once you don't do what they say, it's like all bets are off. They're going to do whatever it is because they don't want you showing them up. You know. Also, let me point this out. The police have a lot of fun gadgets oh, that yeah. they don't get to use very yes, often. Right. So if you give them an opportunity to use their stop sticks yeah. and their pit maneuver and their oh, star yeah. chase projectiles, they're loving every minute of that. <laughs> Absolutely. I promise you. And, you know, so, I mean, I would say do what the police say. If they ask you to stop, put yes. on your clothes or whatever, do it. Don't disrespect them make because them, make it's them not going to end well for you if it Make does. them wait for training day to get out all yeah. the cool gadgets. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, it's kind of weird. You know, I, I, I like the police, big fan of police. Me too. Uh, also a big fan of don't tread on me either. So, you know, that's like a weird dichotomy. You see, yeah. you see like a redneck has got like a back to blue sticker and a Gadsden flag sticker on his card. And you're like, hey, man, those don't really go together too well. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure you got a whole complete understanding of that. But it's going to work out better for you if the police tell you to do something you do it because yes. uh and unless they ask you to do something that's like way outside the bounds yeah oh yeah yeah you know, that's hey, different situation. if they're asking you to take your clothes off you know if you're a young lady that's definitely outside the bounds although even i mean and again obviously like you said in that specific example that's way out of bounds but yeah. even if they're you know they're harassing you or do something the you don't beat law enforcement unless it's in court. Yeah, right. So, you yes. know, at that point— Oh, and they just, will beat you. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you've seen too many episodes of Cops, but they don't mind to beat you up a little bit. Yeah. They'll rough you up. So do what law enforcement asks, and yeah. if there is something unconstitutional taking place, then you need to take that story to a judge yeah. because that's the only way you're going to win this right. fight. And the good news is now everybody's wearing body cameras yes. and dash cams and everything else if they are doing something wrong. And you have you can record them, too, with your own personal yeah. phone. Um, so you, so everybody they, watch everybody else yeah, exactly. and let's follow the rules. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. we follow right. the rules. Yeah, we're all, we all need to follow rules yes. on both sides of it. Yeah. But anyways, moral of the story, don't air dry at a Florida rest stop. And if you do, and the police are trying to talk to you, <laughs> don't hop in your car and run away. All yeah. right. 
don't swing a bat at a police officer. Absolutely because that not. officer has a lot of friends. Yeah, and he's got a firearm. Like, you have a bat. <laughs> yes. He has a firearm. He's not going to let you hit him more than once, I guarantee you. He's going to call for backup, and there's going to be 10 dudes outfitted yeah. like Batman who are going to show up and take you down. Yes, right, because they're serving and protecting, guys, <laughs> yes. okay? They're serving and protecting. And naked women in Florida cannot be tolerated. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. I don't know. I'm glad the cops weren't around on a few of my trips to Panama City Beach. I'll just say that. We went on it. I mean, I know we got to we gotta go through the show today, but we went on a youth trip to Panama City Beach when I was in church. Uh, or when I was at growing up in the church. Perfect place to take the church youth oh, yeah. group. Why not? Panama City Beach. <laughs> Literally like 10 seconds after we unloaded and everything, and we were like, hey, chaperone, we're going to walk over here to this convenience station and get a drink or whatever. We were walking, and it's like me and my cousin Will and a couple other guys, and these girls go by and just flash. <laughs> just gonna, so I was like, this is going to be with the greatest. With their cameras, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with their cameras. Yeah. Headlights. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is going to be the greatest youth trip ever. <laughs> like, yes, thank you, Lord. <laughs> uh, 15-year-old boy. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, moving along. Yes. How about this? I'm a big fan of science. Oh, yeah. You know, science is great. Yeah. I like the science channel. Okay. And here we have an article about what some scientists are up to. They are putting human genes into monkeys to make them smarter oh. and more human-like. Do you, do you want Planet of the Apes? Because this is how you get Planet <laughs> of the Apes. I literally cannot see how this could possibly go wrong. No, not at all. I cannot think of one single scenario where this doesn't benefit humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look, I, I'm, I, I would rather get taken over by robots than apes. I'll just say <laughs> yes. that much. Because robots at least are logical. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. And apes are nothing to joke around with, man. They will rip your limbs from you and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Just because they feel like it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, it says that uh, for the first time, a team of Chinese scientists made use of gene editing techniques to make monkey brains more human-like. By the end, the monkeys, which were Reese's macaques, okay, they got smarter and they had superior memories as compared to the unaltered monkeys. Okay, did they learn how to put <laughs> pants on? You know, a monkey will show his butt to you in a heartbeat, like it ain't. Nothing. That's not all he'll show. Oh yeah, right. Like, you got to watch those uh, school zoo trips. That's right. You can learn a whole lot on those. Yeah, no, they're just wrestling buddies. They're just wrestling. Don't worry about it. Researchers edited the human version of a gene known as MCPH1 into the macaques. The gene made the monkey's brain develop along a more human-like timeline. The gene-hacked monkeys showed better reaction times and improved short-term memories in comparison to their unaltered peers, as per China Daily. The team successfully created 11 transgenic Reese's monkeys uh, carrying human copies of MCPH1, they said that the transgenic monkey's model is practical, very practical, yeah. and to a large extent can imitate the human-specific status. However, a few scientists also raised concerns regarding the technique, some even calling it reckless. Yeah. I, I don't know how they could think that. <laughs> I'm on board with the reckless <laughs> scientists. <laughs> Geneticist James Sakala told the MIT Technology Review 
The use of transgenic monkeys to study human genes linked to brain evolution is a very risky road to take. It is a classic slippery slope issue and one that we can expect to reoccur as this type of research is pursued. Okay. So, you know what? I guess I would just maybe – this might be a little bit premature, but uh, humanity, you've had a good run. Oh, yeah. Maybe We're killing we should ourselves, just, you know? Maybe we should just go ahead, throw in yeah. the towel. Right. This is how – Let's it, get that nuclear war thing started. <laughs> you know, let's just go ahead and kick it off. Let's end it all. You know? Yeah. We got the right president for it. Let's just go ahead and kick it off. You know? I mean – if AI, rogue AI, wasn't a large enough threat looming <laughs> over us, now we're going to enhance monkeys right. yes. to rise up and overtake us. And could we could we enhance something that was a little less, you know, like maybe dogs or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like they don't have like a opposable thumb. thumb. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, let's start there. <laughs> you know, I guess the real shame here is that humanity won't be around to see the war against robots and monkeys to, to see which one of them <laughs> ends, take, up, ends up inheriting the earth. Man, that'd be a heck of a movie. You know, <laughs> Planet of the Apes versus, you know, whatever, robot. Man is gone. Robots versus monkeys. <laughs> Robocops versus apes. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Yeah. That's pretty good. We should pitch Trademark. that to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark. Copyright. Whatever. <laughs> You just don't take our idea. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, man, that's wild. You know, has science gone too far? <laughs> Guys, Apparently not. China China is just wild. I mean, like China's the wild, wild west. If you want to do whatever you, you <laughs> yes. can, you can do it over there, apparently. I mean, you don't want to get on the government's bad side because they will kill you. But Yeah, as long as you don't talk bad about the government. Yeah, you or can like do be a you Christian. Want. You know, other than that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, well, you can put human genes in, in, in monkeys. monkeys. You can put monkey genes in <laughs> yes. athletes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, why do you think their gymnastic team's so good? You can put monkey genes in athletes with AI-enhanced brains. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I don't know. I might go down for some monkey football. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that? Oh, we got uh, like a bunch of silverback gorillas on the offensive line. and Oh, yeah. And I hang like, like a cargo net about eight foot above the field so they can go both ways. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) This might work. It might go better than the AAF did. (laughs) Well, there's not a lot that, I mean, this podcast is around longer than the AAF. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little more successful. I think we have more (laughs) listeners than they had viewers. But I'll tell you, they they missed the boat when they didn't get on board with me. Yeah, they did. You notice, as soon as I pulled my support from them, the league folded. (laughs) It was like a week later. That's right. That's right. There you go. Just let that be a lesson to you, XFL. I know you're coming out next year, I think. Let's get get on board you with get us. On, you want to get started off on the right foot. That's right. NFL, I mean, my services are available too. All right? So just throwing that out there, Roger Goodell. Holler at me. Okay, so let's move on to Wisconsin, the great state of Wisconsin. This comes from – I'm not sure how to say it. Eau Claire is E-A-U Claire. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm just going to say Eau Claire. Yeah. Police in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, detailed a bizarre incident at the city's Walmart that resulted in the arrest of a 46-year-old woman and her 25-year-old son. So this was posted in our Facebook group. Uh, I know Todd sent it to me. I think you posted it. Yeah, shout, I mean, out, shout out to uh, Emily Griffin, a friend yeah, of mine Emily. that I haven't spoke to in over 10 years. Thanks, Emily. But she showed up to I wouldn't post toss it to Tiny either, but thanks for throwing the story in there. <laughs> Yeah, and this has been huge. I've seen it all over Facebook. So 
Uh, according to a post made by Eau Claire Police Department, officials on the department's verified Facebook page said the incident happened on Wednesday night at the city's only Walmart. Officers were called to the retail store for a theft in progress, and officers eventually figured out a bizarre chain of incidents that involved the woman, her son, and her dog. Okay. Police officials say the woman, identified as 46-year-old Lisa Smith, came into the store with an unleashed dog named Bo. Everybody's got to bring their dog everywhere. I've already talked about that. While Bo ran up to customers, Smith started to act in an erratic manner, pulling apart store displays and putting them in her cart. Smith was asked to leave by store staff members, but after she left the store, she started to perform karate moves in the parking lot. (laughs) Nothing wrong with some parking lot karate, you know? I got to do my katas or whatever they're called. Officials say when Smith was arrested, she fought with officers and also tried to kick out a window on a squad car. Okay, again, I mean, we just got done talking about yeah. this, but comply with the officers. And yeah. if you still have a fight, you take it to court. Yes. As the incident with Smith was happening, police say her son, identified as 25-year-old Benny Van, made his way back to the back of the store and stripped off his clothes and exposing himself to customers. <laughs> Van then took new clothing from the racks and didn't pay for it. When officers approached Van, he refused to stop and tried to run over an officer with his scooter. Which, <laughs> in my mind, I think it's one of those like fatty cart scooters, right? <laughs> officers then stopped Van scooter's fi- scooter physically and arrested him. In the midst of all of that, <laughs> if that wasn't enough, police say the dog Bo took a box of cornbread muffin mix and oh, tried no. to leave the store. <laughs> they done got the dog involved in on it. <laughs> that dog's like, okay, well, we're getting something. That's right. Yeah. Both of my owners are going to prison. We're, we can't get, leave. I'm some cornbread mix. <laughs> we can't get out of this empty-handed. We need something. <laughs> Smith, according to the police, is accused of disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping. Van (laughs) is accused of lewd and lavacious behavior, disorderly conduct, and retail theft. As for Bo, he was caught by the officers and taken to the Humane Association. Uh, And perhaps uh, what was a tongue-in-cheek claim, the police say they issued Bo a warning for the theft. (laughs) Bad dog. Yeah, but that's a wild story. It really is. I mean, that... Look, I, I love my mom. I, my mom, nobody, there's not a son on the earth that loves her mom more than I love my mom. Real quick, remind me again why the mom was arrested. I mean, she was doing karate in the parking lot. But. Yeah, but theft too. Okay, so she yeah. she stole something too. Yeah, resisting, okay. a, no, I'm sorry, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor bail jumping. So she had apparently gotten oh. in, she hadn't paid her bail, and that's yeah. what she was in trouble for. Yeah. And then that's when she broke out the karate. Yeah, she karate. Normally, how that works because I've watched a lot of Dog the Bounty Hunter <laughs> yeah. is a bail bondsman will post your bail, and then you have to show up to court, and the bail bondsman gets his money back. And, and she, uh, she didn't show up to court. Yeah, yeah. and so in that case, they issue a, a bench warrant for your arrest. Okay, uh, but yeah, and the, I, and the kid was like. While mom's over there, yeah, giving the she got the police trouble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to change my clothes in the yeah, clothing aisle right. and yeah. slip away on, I mean, on, my, like, on my scooter, buddy. Take the clothes to the bathroom or something, <laughs> you know? 
Like, don't just get naked right there in the middle of everything. Well, everyone's looking at your mom. Yeah, right. And I, like I said, I love my mom. I love my mom to death. She's great. But if she was ever like, hey, we're going to go down here to the Walmart, and we're just going to wreak havoc, you know, I'd have to say, no, I can't do that, mom. And I don't want you to do that. Let's stay at home, you know. What do you want? Do you want some cornbread mix? I'll go buy you some. <laughs> it's only 59 cents. Yeah, right. It's not much. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. And who makes cornbread from cornbread mix? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Do it from scratch so it tastes good. Right. But they're Yankees. They don't know. <laughs> well, the only thing that could make this any better is if uh, there had been an army of turtles <laughs> at some point. Yes. And this next headline is, Man threatens that his army of turtles will destroy us, police say. Man. So they if put you, human genes in it. So if you're keeping score at home, <laughs> we have robots, nuclear war, yeah. genetically enhanced monkeys, and now we now, have an army of an turtles. Army. And a shoplifting dog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, hey, this was Florida Man, mm-hmm. FYI. So shout out to our friends down in Florida. Oh, a lot of, a lot of Florida stories this week. A Florida man was arrested after yelling obscenities at people in Braverd County, including that his turtle army would destroy them. Okay. The arrest affidavit from the Indian Atlantic Police Department said that 61-year-old Thomas Devaney Lane was disturbing the peace and yelling out obscenities along the West Crest Avenue boardwalk on Sunday. He reportedly called himself The Saint. Okay. So that's his name, The Saint. That's always a good indicator. Something's wrong. (laughs) And said that his turtle army will destroy them. In my mind, I like to imagine he's adding, if you don't repent, on the end of that. Maybe. If I was like a a bystander or an officer, I would be like, are you even Catholic? (laughs) (laughs) You can't just declare yourself a saint. Do you know how this works? What's your miracle? Maybe your miracle is you have a turtle army. (laughs) It's pretty miraculous. That would be miraculous. I think if, dude, if turtle army doesn't get you sainthood, what does? Yeah, true. (laughs) I feel like I could run away from a turtle army, though. You know? Well, I got you on the speed part. Well, depending on their numbers, I mean, after at some point they're going to get you. Ain't they? I don't know. I mean, I could put some distance between me and a turtle. I mean, you can outrun a zombie too. True, but in large numbers, what well, are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Lane also reportedly said that they would all see what would happen in an hour. So oh. he's giving them. Oh, if my very, demands are not met yeah. in the hour, I'm going to release my turtle army onto society. I'd be like, I'm going to have to see these turtles. <laughs> we're waiting, sir. That's <laughs> what I say. Hey, hey look, we're going to wait because i got to see this. And we're all going to have turtle soup tonight, and it's going to be good. Police received at least seven calls about Lane's disturbing the peace at several different locations. Offers actually observed him doing so in front of the Starbucks. <laughs> okay. The Surfansea Cafe. I know I'm saying that right. Oh, no, that's right. And the Sassy Granny Smoothies on the <laughs> West Crest <laughs> Avenue boardwalk. Police said that Lane eventually came to the lobby of the police department and he pounded on the walls in the glass. So he's not shying away no. from law enforcement. Uh-uh, he's got a turtle he's got, army. He's got a turtle army. That ups the confidence <laughs> level. Says that uh, he left before an officer could meet with him, but he was eventually found in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven on 5th Avenue. He cursed at customers and the responding officer before calling 911. Lane reportedly told the 911 operator over the phone that the responding officer needed to leave now or you will be sorry because you're bleeping with the saint. No. <laughs> We know how saints like to curse. (laughs) The arrest affidavit stated that Lane refused to leave his vehicle and he was forced out. 
Again, you need to comply with police. While doing so, Lane continued to yell. He told other people passing by that his turtle army would destroy us. Hmm. Uh, Lane is facing resisting an officer without violence and misuse of 911 or E911 system charge. I mean, Hats off to the saint. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I would I would like to say it. I'd like to see I would like to army. see that too. <laughs> well, little boy, we're waiting an hour. Set your timer. We're going to be here an hour. I want this turtle army to show up. Well, you know, for those of us who've seen the movie uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, oh, there, yeah. hey, there's a turtle the army that wreaked havoc on the uh, miners. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back to Florida. All right. Let's stay there. Let's yeah. Stay a while. And animals. A Florida woman feels trapped in her own home, says Hulk keeps attacking her, <laughs> which is no joke. Uh, hawks are federally protected, by the way. Right. June Miller says she feels trapped inside her own home because a hawk won't stop attacking her and her dog. Miller noticed the hawk's nest in December on the second floor of her bay win- window, and she believes there is a possibly a family nestled in it. I can't go out my back door. I can't go out my front door. I can't even sit out on my driveway in my garage, she said. It's a huge nest, and he's being very aggressive. I can't run or move fast enough, she said. <laughs> oh, no. Because those things got air, air superiority. Oh, yeah, right. You're not going to get away from a hawk. Well, I mean, I can tell you how you can. <laughs> but uh, Miller says the hawk swoops in to attack her dog and has nipped her three times in the head, leaving scars. Okay, that's no joke. It only happened once to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Laws be darned. <laughs> June's next-door neighbor snapped pictures of the nest after News 6 was not allowed on the property of Pelican Bay Golf Community to see the hawk. So apparently she lives in a pretty nice place. Like Pelican Bay Golf Community sounds like a nice neighborhood. Doesn't sound like anywhere they would let me live. Says, I don't want to hurt the hawk, but he attacked me. I mean, you know, can I use that? Stand your ground, she said. (laughs) It is Florida. That's a good question. (laughs) It is Florida. Miller claimed the bird has also slammed into her windows while she's inside. She called the Homeowners Association, which said it can't do anything because the hawks are federally protected. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission told her the same thing and to dress accordingly. Oh, my goodness. Get a hard hat to protect my head, which is a little late now because I already got three scars, she quipped. I love animals. I just want the nest removed. If the babies are in it, take them with them. I just want to help, she said. The... uh, FWC, the Wildlife and Commission, told uh, News 6 that the homeowner needs to contact the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to get a permit approved in order to remove the nest. And apparently the Pelican Bay golf community is not very helpful because they uh, were unable to comment on the situation. But, yeah, I'm saying, you know, just a 20-gauge and you don't have this problem anymore. Which, well, you won't have this problem anymore. No. The problem is if you're not in good with your neighbors, yes. you you may find yourself in court. Well, I, I think I've told this story before. My brother, back, he's he passed away uh, in, <laughs> a long time ago. And so you, law enforcement, there's nothing they can do. I think the statute of limitations, yeah, of course, they can't prosecute him because he's no longer with us. But right. uh, we were at my great grandparents one time and we're like squirrel hunting, walking around. And, um, yeah, he killed a hawk. <laughs> and this is back because hawks have made a huge comeback. They have. Know? 
And this is back before they had made a comeback. And uh, he, he he killed a hawk one time. So I'm just saying, it can be done. No one ever <laughs> found invisible. out. <laughs> we never told anybody about it. And, of course, he he was like, you know, 12, and he didn't know it was illegal to kill a hawk. He just, right. You know, we saw something to kill, and we killed it. So, And then we cut the <laughs> Tell foot. it to the judge. <laughs> yeah, right. We cut the feet off of it. My great-grandfather, like, tied ropes to his tendons and the talons my brother would like antagonize me with the talons you could pull the rope and it would like make them close make them yeah oh man it was such a nightmare for me (laughs) but yeah so uh i feel for this lady though because like like it said in the article this is a federally protected species that is now menacing this poor woman well the the species is protected but is the nest protected because I just shoved that thing right off my window ledge and see what happened I'm not a lawyer but I bet i I I've heard of people getting in trouble for probably doing yeah. things like that. But I mean, when they show up, I'm just like, man, we had we had some wind come through here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm thinking I came home today and the nest was gone. Do the hawk? Do they have any predators? Mm, I wouldn't imagine so. I mean, I know that they're a bird of prey. And yeah. they eat animals. But I bet you, you think, bobcat would eat it. <laughs> do you think maybe like a, a bald eagle would scare him off or maybe something? Maybe so. Like, this is my hunting you can grounds. Put like not some yours. of those uh, owl statues people put out in their garden or yeah. whatever. Up there by it. Maybe so. I don't know. I but mean. I think hawks are super cool, by the they way. They really are. I, all birds of prey, I really think, are super cool. And my, I, would, I really, I'm a huge fan of owls. Yeah. I'm a, I just, we've got some out that's by my very house. very Illuminati and, of you. Yeah. But that's why you got recruited. <laughs> that's why I got them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, I feel bad for this lady, but I also feel like, I mean, I ain't got to kill it. If I just hit it with a BB gun every once in a while, make it mad, let it go somewhere else, it'll know not to stay. Maybe the Chinese have put some human genes in this thing, you know? That's just what we need is, is right. genetically enhanced predator, predators. Predator birds. <laughs> yeah. That is going to go well for all of us. Oh, man. Well, this next story, we're just going to go straight into it. Veteran comedian Ian Cognito jokes about dying before dropping dead on stage. Did oh, you see this in the news? I did. I saw the headline, but I didn't really read the article yeah. because I can't be bothered to read stuff. <laughs> this is from a Australian website, so okay. shout out to our Australian listeners. Oh, yeah. Well, Outside you... the United States, I think we probably have more Australians than anybody else. Oh, yeah. We love Aussies. Australia. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not uh, familiar with this guy, but apparently he was well-known outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like a British comedian, I think. British stand-up comedian Ian Cognito has died on stage during a gig only minutes after joking about having a stroke. Mm. So, (laughs) thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. Why are we laughing at that? (laughs) It's It's horrible. Yeah. But it is odd, the circumstances of his passing. Definitely. Because the 60-year-old sat down on a stool while breathing heavy in the middle of his set before dying. South Central Ambulance Services said that medics were called to a club in southern England, but sadly one patient passed away at the scene. Show organizer Andrew Bird told the BBC the crowd at the attic bar in Bychester had thought it was a joke and continued to laugh. When Cognito sat down and fell silent, everyone in the crowd, including me, thought he was joking because he had just recently made some jokes about having a stroke. About having a stroke, right. And then he has one, and that's, everyone thinks it's part of his act. That's right. But It's it tough was, if you're an audience member. <laughs> it you really know? is. Because I would like to think I would spring into action and try to Because you want to get in boys' life. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My only motivation. Yes. Anyway, he was like his old self. His voice was loud. I was thinking he's having such a good gig. 
Mr. Burns said Cognito had even joked about his health during his set, telling the audience, imagine if I died in front of you right here. Hmm. <laughs> well. That's what happened. Yeah. Audience member John Ostokjak told the BBC, only 10 minutes before he sat down, he joked about having a stroke. He said, imagine having a stroke and waking up speaking Welsh. We came out feeling really sick. We just sat there for five minutes watching him laughing at him for five minutes. Hmm. They just laughed at this dude who was laying there dead. I mean, he's a comedian. I'm sure he was happy. He he died doing what he loved. Exactly. Right. So we can at least take a little bit of comfort. I bet you when he got to heaven, you know, I mean, hopefully he's in heaven. He walked in, he was like, that joke killed. I was just fixing to say, you're really killing it tonight, dude. (laughs) I slayed it tonight, y'all. Look at him. Look at him down there still laughing at me. (laughs) Uh, It said that uh, Cognito never achieved wide fame, but he was highly respected among fellow comedians. Entertainer Jimmy Carr tweeted of Cognito's onstage death. That's commitment to comedy, he said. Well, well... Jimmy Carr is pretty funny. I mean, he's very irreverent, but he's pretty funny. Little Britain star Matt Lucas tweeted, He was always kind to me when I started out and brilliant and provocative and entirely original on stage. What a loss. Wow. Uh, Cognito was based in Bristol and won the Time Out Award for stand-up comedy in 1999. Police said that his death was not suspicious. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just, you know, your time to go. Yeah. I hate it happened to him, but still... I mean, if At least he went out doing what he loved. Yeah, right. I would say if you're a comedian and if you can make people laugh while you're dying, that's got to be something, you know? <laughs> and like you said, that last joke killed. It killed. It killed. <laughs> and I bet you those people will never forget that set he did that were at the show. You know, they're probably yeah. just like, man, for the rest of their lives, they're going to think about not only was he funny, but I also watched a man die. So I know if I was there, I think I would probably wait two or three years, and then I would put my ticket stub on eBay. Oh, okay, smart. <laughs> That's smart. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's got a big enough following to make any money, but I mean, you make something off of it. Well, Not maybe maybe first you uh, you get some people to make a documentary about it. Oh, him. that's a good idea. And then release a documentary, yes. and then you put the ticket stuff yeah. on eBay. Smart. Yeah. Smart. I like the way you're thinking here. <laughs> Why am I not rich yet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are we not profiting off of people's deaths? <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to what is my last story, another Florida man story that actually hits close to home to me because I feel like this could happen to me at any point in time in my life. A Florida man uh, was arrested outside of Olive Garden after eating pasta belligerently, which if that's the only way I eat pasta (laughs) is belligerently. Exactly. (laughs) A drunk Florida man was arrested outside of Olive Garden after eating pasta in an inappropriate manner. Uh Uh-oh. According to the Miami Herald, officers with the Naples Police Department were dispatched to the chain restaurant regarding a disturbance. A man was reportedly asking restaurant patrons for money and yelling at them using explicit language. When police arrived, they discovered a shirtless man sitting on a bench outside of the establishment. The man was allegedly shoveling spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, no one complains when my 18-month-old does it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The man identified as 32-year-old Ben Paget. 
uh, was placed under arrest for disorderly intoxication, according to the newspaper. However, before being placed in handcuffs, officers gave Patchett a paper towel so he could wipe the pasta off his face. (laughs) The Herald also reports, while in the back of the police car, Padgett began violently twisting his body, kicking his legs, and smashing his head against the metal cage partition. He uh, reportedly faced an additional charge of resisting an officer without violence and was released on a $2,000 bond. So, Mr. Padgett here, who has a really good mug shot where he's, you can tell he's been slamming his head against a metal cage. <laughs> and, yes. I mean, at least went to jail with his belly full, you know? This is always good. Yeah. Because sometimes it's a while before you get your first meal. And then that first meal in jails, usually no. not what you was yeah. hoping it would right. be. Especially if you're in an Alabama jail. I know this is Florida. The laws may be different. But, you know, in Alabama, the way they do it is, uh, or unless they've changed the law since there was some controversy last year, is whatever you the sheriff doesn't spend on the food budget for the jail, the sheriff gets to keep. Right, and so like if he gets a budget of five hundred thousand, he can feed everybody on two fifty. Then he's keep pocketing two fifty. That's why you have thirty seven people running for sheriff, you know, to make forty thousand right. dollars a year and endanger their lives, busted meth heads, so they can make that extra food money. But that's a whole other thing for another day. Anyways, we've all been to Olive Garden, and you know we've all gotten a little belligerent. By, but I'll just say, let he who has not got belligerent <laughs> yes. and ate pasta cast the first stone. I'm just glad it wasn't me that got busted. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've been lucky. I've been real lucky. <laughs> been real lucky. Yeah. You know? All well, right. All right. We. I've been saving this story for last. Oh yeah. And just FYI, if there's any small kids, yes, you know your your teenagers, they're probably fine. I feel like this show is kind of a rated T for teen show, anyway. Sure, yeah. We try to you know keep it you know rev- relatively uh, clean, PG thirteen, relatively yeah. clean. But right. we do go where the news takes us. That's true. Yeah, we're and, we're beholden to the stories we <laughs> yes. get. And this next news story, again. You know, little ears, close them up because they're going to ask you some questions that you yeah. may not want to answer. Yeah, right. I may take a, a cue from uh, that story show and change one keyword okay. to something else, but you can probably guess what I'm talking about. All right. Man sues parents over trashed corn collection. Oh, corn. Corn. Okay. I love corn. <laughs> I bet you do. I love it. love corn. Buttered up corn. Anyways. A man now living in Indiana is suing... It's appropriate since he lives in Indiana. That's <laughs> yes. all there is in Indiana. If only it could have been Nebraska. It's like Indiana <laughs> is filled up with like corn and white basketball players. That's the only thing they have there. <laughs> he is suing his parents after he says they destroyed his valuable corn collection. Okay, valuable. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's, I mean, it's not like you can get it on the internet for free anymore. I was going to say, I feel like the value <laughs> has really dropped in, Not in the, the last commodity decade. it used to be. No, <laughs> no. since the rise of the smartphone. Yes, right. Fox 17 is choosing to identify the plaintiff in this story as Charlie, as this is a civil case without any associated criminal charges. Okay. So at least it's legal corn. Yeah, legal. It's not any yeah, kind of dark web corn. Right. Young corn. The case dates back to October 2016, when according to a lawsuit filed this week, Charlie moved into his parents' home in Grand Haven after going through a divorce from his wife. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder if it had anything to do with the corn. 
She must not have been a corn fan. <laughs> Charlie apparently stayed for 10 months in their home doing housework in lieu of paying rent. Okay. Hmm. All right. He was asked to leave after police had been called to the house in August of 2017 for a domestic situation. Wow. His parents allegedly traveled in November 2017 to his new place in Indiana to drop off possessions that he had left at their house. Mm -hmm. Allegedly missing from the items that they brought, Charlie's massive (laughs) pornography collection. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie says his parents told him that they destroyed the entire collection, a collection that consisted of over 12 moving boxes full. Moving boxes? (laughs) We had a debate earlier about the box size. (laughs) Because a shoebox, you can put a lot of corn in a shoebox. Yeah, right. I mean, if you have 12 (laughs) shoeboxes, that's a lot still. You can really put a lot in moving boxes. Yes, right. The Ottawa County Sheriff's Office was eventually called out about the destroyed items. Charlie filed a police report estimating the value of his collection to be $28,940.72. And this dude's got it down to the 72 cents. What? I mean, like, what is in it? I don't know. Is he like, Mom, I have my first production, you know, run of Big Butt Bonanza number 32. I can't believe you threw it away. Well, you know, if you if you start with thirty two, you have no idea what happened in the previous right. thirty one. I know you're going to see a so lost in the plot. <laughs> the prosecutor's office declined to file charges against his parents. Okay, so there's just good like, job. Man, they're like, you've got enough punishment knowing your son has spent twenty eight thousand dollars on corn. I mean, I imagine the prosecutor looking at the dude and being, "Are you serious? Yeah, right. Really? This is the amount you're going with." Like, are you telling this to me right now? Like, I'm just saying, if you spend that much money, <laughs> that's something you should never tell anybody. You have ever. spent twenty eight thousand nine hundred and forty dollars and seventy two cents too yeah. much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is like a fully loaded Kia. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is. it's like you leather seats, everything, Bluetooth, Bluetooth, all yeah. of it. Yeah. Just a month after filing a police report, Charlie apparently began corresponding with his father via email, telling him in part that, quote, if you had a problem with my belongings, you should have stated that at the time, and I would have gone elsewhere. Instead, you chose to keep quiet and behave vindictively. Oh, They're probably trying to... (laughs) Hey, look. They're trying to preserve you some honor here, buddy. Look, I, I would say this right here. If you, anybody, I don't care what age you are listening to this, if your mom and dad are, no, are normal moms and dads, yes. and they discover that you have even one, like just a Playboy, <laughs> right. they're going to throw it away. Now, yes. imagine they stumble upon $28,000 <laughs> worth. They're not going to just turn it back over to you. They're like, our son is a weirdo, and we're burning all this or whatever. Giving it to Goodwill. <laughs> like, what do you do with all of it? Yeah, you can't give it to Goodwill. Can you not? I don't know. I don't either. I've never tried. I've I keep never, all mine. I got I've never it. gone to a Goodwill shopping for corn. I've only got 11 moving boxes <laughs> full. His father, according to the lawsuit, responded, quote, Believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your corn was for your own mental and emotional health. There we go. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday I hope you will understand. Okay, well, I would have played it with crack, though. I'd say crack's pretty raw. But this is a good yeah. dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely a good dad. You know, you yeah. should be thankful that you have a father yes. who's willing to throw out your corn collection. <laughs> Just, uh, yes, he loves you. <laughs> 
Charlie's father said in one email that his son was allegedly kicked out of high school and college for selling corn to other students. Well, he had like a dealership. I guess so. Who is buying this stuff these days? Did this happen in the 90s? This this isn't a thing. I mean, there's no need. I mean, not that I would know. (laughs) There's no need to spend money anymore. So I've heard. (laughs) Saying in the documents, I also warned you at that time that if I ever found corn in my house again, I would destroy it. Okay. He already already warned warned you. That's right. You should have known better, Charlie. Wow. I wonder what his ex-wife's got to say about all of it. (laughs) I bet she has plenty of problems. I bet she does, too. Charlie apparently feeling the situation unresolved, he reached back out to investigators, allegedly sending one officer 44 emails worth of movies that he says were destroyed. Goodness gracious. <laughs> All 44 of them was hey. Big Bud Bonanza. That's right. <laughs> one through one 44. Through 44. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Listing many as valuable out-of-print films. Of course. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more to replace yeah, them. right. That's <laughs> not like they've stopped making anything. <laughs> Writing, quote, uh, not just out of print, but the entire studio making it dissolved. Oh. And that was 20 years ago. Wow. <laughs> I wonder why. Probably because it's free everywhere nowadays. The prosecutor's office again declined filing charges. Charlie is now suing his parents for a total of $86,822.16. That's got to be emotional. <laughs> I was about to say, where did it go? Yeah, Pain that, and suffering. That's quite a bit more than the yeah, original. Definitely. Uh, Fox 17 reached out to the attorney representing Charlie, and they have no comment at this time. I wonder why. Ooh, yeah. If I was his lawyer, I, would, I wouldn't have comment either. Well, if you're his lawyer, you're just like, keep paying me that check. <laughs> I'll keep filing motions on your I'll behalf. I'll keep filing ridiculous motions yes, that right. go nowhere on exactly. your behalf. Listen out. You know, the lawyer's like having to type out all those assets <laughs> yes. that were lost and everything. You're like, man, this dude's a creep. Think of, think of all the... <laughs> All the times that my client missed out on because right. he threw away his corn collection. Because, man, that's rough. That is rough. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're we moving on. I think we're done. We're I think done. we're done here. I was like, say, I want to give myself a congratulations. It's a big butt bonanza. I'm not sure <laughs> if that is a title of a movie, but it should be. I feel like I need to go take a shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to community news. Let's do it. All right, we want to thank our sponsor, the world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl chip cutter right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well on chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, big butt bonanza, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or uh, movie watching party <laughs> up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of your own homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to top that. And let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. 
and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry the world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Now, here locally, it's available at Piggly Wiggly in Northport. Yeah, it is. Just announced at Mark's Mart in Northport. Wow, that's new for me. Oh, yeah. that place is. I hadn't been in there, but I've been to the one in Selma, and it's pretty awesome. And at Vowels on Skyland Boulevard and South's Finest Meat. So if you're here local to the West Alabama, Greater Tuscaloosa, Northport. You can't without seeing it for sale somewhere. That's right. Yeah, you need to go by and you can pick it up. All of their products are made in the USA. They are no low salt, all natural, and they have a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out on CajunCurl.com and use the promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right, for community news this week, we have a voicemail. Oh, yeah. All, All right, right, so here we go. Yeah, we're on a voicemail roll. Two in a row. Two in a row. And we got one in the hopper we're saving. <laughs> yes. Okay, absolutely. all right. Here we go. Hello, I am Kimmy Patterson from Duncan, Oklahoma. I have been listening to your podcast, and my gosh, it makes me like long to go back to Alabama Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. So, um, I sent you an email, and I've tried to rate you on iTunes, but iTunes apparently does not like you. So oh, there's another way I can or rate you down. or whatever to give you guys like more views. I will absolutely do that. Um, you guys are fantastic. Keep up the good work. Love, Kimmy from Oklahoma. Thank you so much, Kimmy, for yes. calling our our phone line. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, Kimmy, that's great. I want more people to call it. They should follow your example and call us and say whatever they want to. I would I would welcome people to, like, if we could just say all this week, call us and, and like, roast us. Like, say whatever <laughs> you want to about us. Because there's people we personally know who could probably call in and say yeah. some stuff that would really hurt our feelings. I would welcome that. But, Kimmy, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, Thank you so much for listening and taking time to try to give us a review and for calling in. It means a lot. It really yeah. does. And spread the word out there in Oklahoma. I got a cousin who lives out there and he won't listen, I don't think, because he's too cool. Um, and he really is too cool. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you guys just let everybody know about us. We, you know, we sent you guys a quarterback. You know, <laughs> we sent Oklahoma a quarterback. So they should be thankful. For us. She mentioned an email on that voicemail. I've got it right here. Oh, okay. You want to hear what she has yeah. to write? Kimmy not only called us, but she also wrote in. Oh, listener of the week. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? The subject line is episode 12. So she's like going right. back into yeah. the, to the, the dark, scary regions. part of yeah. Earth Oddity. And she writes, the Rattlesnake Festival in Apache, Oklahoma is fun. It's a huge deal around these parts. They kill the snakes and cook parts and use the skin for various handbags and boots. Mm-hmm. Those snake hunters are some crazy dudes. I have been trying to rate you on iTunes for three days, but no luck. So here it is. She's just going to write in her okay. recommendation. So, As a former citizen of the great state of Alabama who was born and raised in the great state of Oklahoma, you guys are the funniest and most entertaining thing that has ever come out of Alabama. So, Wow. wow. 
Them's the that's, facts. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, Willie Mays born here. Yeah. yeah He's but, pretty entertaining. But we're funnier than Willie oh, Mays. Yeah. yeah, not as good a baseball player, but yes. I patrol eight hours a day, and you guys keep me cracking up all shift long. I love the Florida man stuff. It brings me great joy. Keep up the good work, y'all. I have been binging your episodes, and I just love you guys. Thanks for sharing your funny show. God bless you guys. Well. Thank you so much. Man. That That really means a lot. Yeah, we're friends now. By the way, <laughs> yeah. just so in case you didn't know, we're best friends now. Do you want to go to the garage and do some karate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're definitely best friends. So thank you so much, Kimmy. It means the world to us to know that somebody enjoys it at least. You know, Sometimes when it's late at night and my entire family has gone to bed and I'm editing audio for this show, sometimes you just kind of feel like you're just shouting into the void. Yeah. And you wonder if anybody like you know, enjoys this. But then you get a few calls, you get a few emails. You I get lifted a few, our spirits. Yeah, it, it makes right. me think, well, you know, there are some people out there who yes. think this show is at least a little bit uh, – Beneficial, right? So, well, and Kimmy, I would say since you called in and emailed us and uh, tweeted out, oh, and tweeted us and (laughs) followed us on Instagram, yeah, that. We only ask that you tell seventy five people to listen to this show. <laughs> we usually ask for a hundred. We usually ask for a hundred, but, but you get a twenty five percent discount. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so all you have to do is just tell seventy five people to listen to this show. At least just show them how to download it and subscribe. They don't even really have to listen, but we would rather them listen. So yes, yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on them all. Yeah, we're all great podcasts are found. We're there. <laughs> if you would like to write into the show like Kimmy did, uh-huh. you can write into us. It's earthoddity at planetmail.net. That's right. If you would like to follow us on Twitter. Like Kimmy did. Like Kimmy did. Uh-huh. It's at underscore earthoddity. Mm-hmm. Do you like pictures? Sometimes oh, we post we, we post a lot of pictures now. Huge week. Yeah. You can follow us on like Instagram. Kimmy did. Like Kimmy did. Underscore Earth Oddity. And also, if you would like to call us. Like Kimmy did. <laughs> you can reach us at 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everyone has a wonderful week. Remember, we're stamping out hunger. That's right. May May 11th. May 11th. Help your local postman out uh, to help fight hunger. Uh, Leave some groceries out by your mailbox in a bag, of course. Don't make them do it all loose like some heathen (laughs) Philistine, okay? Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.